What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, DJ Hamilton, here at the DJ Sports Show. We have a great one here for you guys today with my main guy, Donnie Feldman. We've known each other since fifth grade, and we've still been boys ever since. We talk about his hockey journey growing up, as he is a current hockey player for the Arcadia men's hockey team. We talk about his upbringing, hockey journey, things he likes to do outside of hockey, things of that nature, as we get into this great interview. Hope you guys continue to subscribe to the podcast, DJ Sports Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Pod, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the website, djsportshow.com, where I write about all things sports. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, DJ Sports Show, as well, where you get the latest on all things sports. And I'm also on WRCR, 1700 AM Radio, where you catch me every other Saturday. And I'll be back on December 16th, that Saturday. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview, as I had a great time interviewing my friend, Donnie Feldman. Without further ado, let's get into the show. What's up, Donnie? How you doing, man? What's up, bro? How you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great, man. I, I, Yo, I haven't heard your voice since middle school, bro. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yo, damn, your voice got deeper, bro. Uh, yeah, that's what happens, I guess. How was your, uh, your Thanksgiving, man? Uh, it was good. It was good. I, able to go home for a couple of days, so that was nice. Don't know. Got haven't to, been able to do stuff? that. Yeah, haven't been able to do that in a few years, so. Oh, wow. Well, what, what you guys eat? What you guys make for Thanksgiving? Turkey? Uh, or no? Yeah, just the typical like, turkey stuffing, potatoes. Oh, everything. nice. Yeah. What That's about you? Up, man. And then uh, uh, I know Christmas and stuff. New Year's coming around. You coming down for that too, right? Uh yeah. I think we get we get a couple like two or two or three weeks off for that. Okay, so, yeah, that's nice. Home, I have to give you guys home. that because I know you guys are always like always watching film and stuff. Yeah, yeah. With the season, it's tough. The holidays, but that's what yeah. it is. Hey, Donnie, but hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on the show, yeah. man. This is an of honor. Course. And we've been boys since fifth grade, man. This is yeah, crazy. Yeah, I know. It's been still in contact to this day, man. It's crazy, and, yeah. It's yeah, yeah let's, get right, let's get right into it, brother. Yeah, so, cool. first question I always like to ask my guests is so people know, like, you know, a little bit of your background. Mm-hmm. Uh, where yep. were you born and raised? So I was born, uh, I think I was born in Suffern, New York, and then uh, lived in Highland Falls, New York, right outside of West Point my entire life to this day. So, oh, wow. yeah, I've been staying local. I didn't even know you were born in Suffern. I thought you were born yeah. in Highland Falls all this time. Yeah, yeah, I, I was born in Suffern, but, like, went to Highland Falls. So, yeah, yeah, I've been there forever. Oh, wow, okay. Second question I always like to ask people is, um, so how do you describe the small town of Highland Falls for people who are not familiar with it or never heard of it before? Uh, close knit. Everyone knows everyone, so it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's nice, but uh, yeah, everyone very small town. Yeah, very quiet. It's like mm-hmm. it's kind of far away from everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit uh reserved and stuff. So yeah, yeah you don't really like. You know, you don't really, like, get to know, like, the real world if you just stay mm-hmm. there. Yes, exactly, yeah. So, that from that aspect, it's tough, but it's good, though. Yeah, it's a nice, close-knit community, though. Yeah, you're kind of closed off from everything, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, who was the first person to get you on the ice rink and put a hockey stick in your hand? Probably my dad. Uh, growing up, like, uh, 
my dad played sports all through college and everything and uh hockey was always a passion of his he never he, he played a little bit but never really got into it yeah he was more basketball and stuff so uh but uh my dad definitely was the first person to get me involved and then uh two of my cousins older cousins played so i was always trying to follow in their footsteps so that's how oh, i nice. started pursuing it some more always on the ice when i was little with those guys so oh nice what, what's your cousin's name by the way uh jack and brendan riley oh nice did they, yeah. did they play college hockey too yeah or? yeah they, yeah they both played uh college they both uh one played professional for a couple of years and they're both uh uh, coaching in the NCAA right now. Oh, nice! Yo, yeah. we gotta get them on the show, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we gotta get For them on sure. the show. Which one uh, played professionally? You said it was Jack. Uh, Jack, yeah, my the oldest one. Yeah. What what team did he play for? Uh, he played in uh, the Flyers development program. Okay, that's mm -hmm. nice, bro. Yeah. And then the NCAA, uh, which team did they coach? Uh, one uh, Jack coaches for Army West Point. Okay. And then uh, Brendan coaches for AIC. They're both in the same league. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So they're definitely competitive talking junk to each yeah, other. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's great to hear, man. You really are run by a hockey family, man. And yeah. Then, where did your dad yeah. uh, play college hockey? Uh, he played basketball. He played college oh, basketball. basketball. Okay. Yeah, he played at uh, Quinnipiac back in. Like, oh, uh, oh, that's, oh, that's a good school, bro. Yeah, 80s, yeah. 90s. That's a good school. I think they're D three yeah. or D two for basketball. I believe. Uh, I think they, they they switched to D one recently. I think. Oh, recently? Okay. Yeah. I remember. I remember a few. Well, but, oh, recently? Okay. Cause I remember yeah. a few years back when we were in high school. They were like D two or D three. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, not too long ago, I think. But probably, probably were D two because D three to D one mm -hmm. jump. That's a big jump. Yeah, yeah, it's tough financially, especially. Nah, that's great, man. Yo, you you really are run by a sports family, man. That's yeah, beautiful to hear. Sure, I see why sure. you got why you got your passion for hockey from your cousins, mm -hmm. your dad. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, who are the NHL players, past or present, you looked up to watching that made you want to play hockey, or who you try to model your game after? Um, definitely, probably my favorite player growing up and still to this day, Sidney Crosby. He's mm -hmm. always been a guy that's just played the game the right way. Uh, I got the opportunity to meet him when I was uh, young. So uh, oh, wow. just the way he carries himself, the way he plays the game, uh, it's just real uh, role model-like and it's something I strive to be be like on and off the ice. Did he get a picture with him? Uh, yes, but it's the blurriest picture of all time. Yeah, because it's probably from the 2000s. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Long even those pictures you got to keep. Those are once-in-a-lifetime yep. opportunities. Yeah, for sure, exactly. Hey, Sidney Crosby, man. Mm -hmm. He's been in the league forever now. Two yeah. times Stanley Cup Finals MVP. Like, that's mm – -hmm. he's well accomplished. Oh, or, yeah. or do you rank him all time if you were to rank him? Well, in my lifetime, he's the – I think he's the best player. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because you, uh, you didn't see Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, yeah. No, it don't, obviously Gretzky and stuff. But I think as yeah. far as, like, two-way players go, he's got to be best of all time. Just as how he balances the de uh, defensive side of the puck with the offensive. So – not many yeah. people do it like that anymore. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. I definitely agree. So who has been the biggest inspiration and influence throughout your career on and off the ice rink? Um, probably probably my dad. Yeah, just seeing his uh, work ethic and how hard he has worked his whole life, whether it be on jobs or lugging me from rink to rink or my siblings. So uh, definitely to see how much he cares and how much – 
time and effort and money he's put into me and my siblings, both athletically and with our other our other endeavors. So that's definitely something that's inspired me, especially as I've grown up. Yeah, I remember you were playing hockey from like we were in fifth grade and stuff. So yeah. I know he definitely over the years that's that's adds up over yeah. the years. So oh, yeah. shout out to your dad, man. He's mm-hmm. done a great job for real, for real. So you played for Team Doritos in seventh grade for the World Select team. Yeah. What was that experience yeah. like for you and what did he learn from it? Yeah. Uh that was probably the most the coolest experience I've ever had. So it's uh that tournament is a uh, huge the big probably the biggest tournament in the world. It's held in Quebec every year for like uh I think probably a couple like a hundred or so teams are in it. And um the process it's not like your typical like most most of the teams are like select teams, so it's like not your typical like winter season. But um oh, you wow. go up there for a couple weeks and then play against team like we were playing teams from Canada, from Europe, we were a team from like Australia and stuff. Oh, so my goodness. just uh, like at twelve years old to be able to do that, get a sense that was my first time out of the country. Um and just like the people I played with, I mean some of the kids like going to like NHL draft picks and whatnot. It was just a really cool experience to uh have the opportunity to go do that and was very fortunate. Hey, that's a great that's a great way. It's like it's like AAU for basketball, but probably even higher level because you're playing selecting you. So you're playing against yeah. the best of the best mm-hmm. around here in the US, Canada, over in Europe coming over, things of that nature. And you yeah, get exposed at a young age, like, okay, I see what I need to work on. Now they're playing against the best of the best because you, you mm-hmm. probably thought, Oh man, I'm I'm hot stuff in my town, but once yep. you go against the best of the best, you're like, Okay, I got some work to do. Yes, exactly. So it's good you got that exposure at a young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely then, was. Do you remember any players that you know that you went up against at that age? I went on to go to the NHL. Uh, uh, you remember one or two? Yeah, I mean there was uh, probably a handful of guys I played with or against in that tournament, and others that are like in the league now. And so, like uh, a lot of the young guys, like uh, some local guys, like uh, Trevor Zegers, played against him. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, Spencer Knight, like it's uh, the New York area is a hotbed. So yeah. to uh, have the opportunity to grow up there, playing against a lot of uh, high level competition was very very neat. Yeah, man, that's man. I didn't even know you played for World Select Team. Yeah, you never you never mentioned this back in the day, bro. Yeah, no, it wasn't like uh, yeah, that's what it is. So you also played for Jersey Hitman in seventh mm-hmm. and eighth grade. How yep. did that differ yeah. from playing for the World Select team? Uh, yeah, it was just two completely different things. So, like, uh, playing on the, uh, up in Quebec, it was just, uh, like, you practice, like, once a week for a couple weeks, and then you just go play that tournament, and then you never play with that team again. So yeah. it was, like, uh, it was cool, like, one-off experience. But then the Hitman, like, it was uh, – that was, I think it was – eighth and ninth grade so it was a couple years later so it was just uh but we were playing all up and down uh the u.s out in chicago and stuff so it was uh that was just a completely different experience but another cool one and uh developing as a player so what's the select team is like say team usa for basketball you gather up for a few weeks you're trying to gel all the talent together and then you try to make the chemistry work. Similar, yeah, more right? or less. Yeah, our team in Quebec. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. that. 
you know, the, try to get the best of the best together, see which mm-hmm. pieces fit for the team and stuff like that, and then go out and play against the best competition in the other places. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jersey Hitman, too. Yeah, I know you were probably killing it on there. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking up. I was like, man, Donnie was, was a guy back then. <laughs> <laughs> so you attended James O'Neill High School mm-hmm. in Holland Falls. But yep. unfortunately, they didn't have a hockey team for the school, so you, you had to play travel. So you played yep. for Westchester Express at first your freshman and sophomore year in the 16U EJ EPL League, mm-hmm. where you recorded a total of six points with two goals and four assists. But you were playing in Tier 1 against top-notch competition. Mm-hmm. Was it an adjustment experience for you playing with new teammates and a new team? Uh, yeah, it totally is an adjustment, switching programs and whatnot. But um, it's, it helps in development, I think. It definitely helped me playing with different guys, learning different uh, different situations and whatnot. And um, just overall, yeah, to have that experience of, like, playing in different areas, not being comfortable, I think that definitely is a, was a benefit to have. And what, and what do you say, uh, going up to, like, the higher level now, you're playing against people mm-hmm. in high school, opposed mm-hmm. to middle school. What do you say to the select team, like, that experience playing against the best in the world, like, help propel your confidence for, like, once you got to high school or – did it take some time to get adjusted to high school because people are a little bit older, more yeah, physical, and things of that nature? Yeah, with the physicality and stuff, it's it's like a different game. So uh, there's always a learning experience, but just to have, like, the different experiences benefits immensely. So it's like, so you, you know, eventually, like, you're going to be able to handle any situation. Yeah. But, yeah, in high school, it was tough. Like, in New York, there's not really a high school scene or too big of a high school scene, so you typically have to play travel in order yeah. to uh, get recruited and stuff to, to the next level and whatnot. Yeah, I know my high school, North Rockland, they had a hockey team. Our hockey team mm-hmm. was pretty good uh, during my years there. Mm-hmm. Like my yeah. senior year, they were good, and I know mm-hmm. my sophomore year, they were good. I, yeah. I didn't even know James I. O'Neill didn't have a hockey team. This whole yeah, time, no. I thought they did until you told me when I was asking you questions, like, oh, I come up questions with the interview. You told me, oh, they didn't have a hockey team. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I don't I don't think any schools in uh, that section have a team anymore. So oh, just a okay. big financial burden for schools. Yeah, because there's a lot of equipment, helmets, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, Ice skates, and things stuff. of that nature. Yeah. So you will continue to elevate your game your next two years with the Connecticut mm-hmm. Junior Rangers when you increase your production your junior and senior years, counting for 19 total points across both seasons. What was it about the Rangers that saw you increase in production on the rink? Was it your increased confidence, being older, more experienced, and stronger, or a culmination of all those factors? Yeah, I think it's a culmination of everything, just being more comfortable, more opportunity, and uh, confidence is a big thing. I mean, uh, there I was definitely given more um, more rope, I would say. So I was uh, playing more freely and able to, like, uh, branch out and play my game more effectively. And it it uh, definitely helped me uh, so, in developing my game for sure. Nice. How how do you describe yourself as a player? Like, what do you say? You're an explosive player, power player, more finesse and skilled. How would, how would you say you describe yourself as a player on the ice? Um, I'd say more of a two way player. Not uh, two way. Yeah, not too offensive. Responsible in the D zone, but can produce when needed. Um, so you but, would say you're more like a defenseman, stuff of that nature? Yeah, yeah. I would, Yeah, definitely more defensively responsible. Okay. So, uh, yeah. yeah, balance and act. 
And who would you say you compare your game to in today's game, if you were to compare yourself to anybody? I don't know. Um, recently, I've been watching a lot of, uh, like, Vinny Trocek. Guys okay. Like that. Yeah, two-way centerman. So, uh, yeah, I'd say him, a couple guys with that style, that style of game. Hey, that's, a, that's some good people to model your game after, man. Mm-hmm. So your high school career is now over. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the best players you ever played with and against during your high school years playing travel or things of that nature? If you could, if you could remember any names. Yeah, I can't even. There's, there's so many. played with so many great players. Um, can't yeah, really name, name like, uh, if you can name like two to, two to four, that would be fine. Put me on the spot here. I don't want to leave anyone off, so I don't know. If oh, I yeah, no, nah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if I should. I don't want to leave anyone off and, and be texting me. I'll defer that, that question. Defer that way? Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. So it's now time to choose a college. Mm-hmm. What colleges were you considering at the time? Yeah, so uh, uh, through juniors, there was a handful of schools I was talking to, whatnot, some uh, some state schools, some schools all throughout New England. So I was just weighing uh, the uh, biggest things between academics and athletics, a uh, place that had the right balance and put the right emphasis where I was looking. And uh, eventually Arcadia came knocking and, after uh, talking with my parents and other people close to me, it seemed like the best fit as far as uh, setting me up for my future. So close enough to home where my parents would come and watch me play, but uh, far enough away where I still feel uh, down here in Philly. So it's a little yeah. bit of a ride. But, so I saw that you ended up choosing, you did a post-grad year at Albany Academy yep. in 2018-19. Mm-hmm. Where he scored seven goals, had twelve assists in thirty games. How was that overall season like for you? And how did attending an academy help elevate your game to new heights? Yeah, that was a, a great year for me development wise as a player and as a person. Because um, with hockey, it's not uh, not too many guys go straight from like high school to college to play. It's a lot of uh, uh, most guys play junior hockey and. That was my plan all along to play a year or two of junior hockey. But um, doing a post-grad year at Albany Academy definitely helped me uh, develop physically enough to get me to the point where I would uh, could make an impact in juniors. Yeah, one thing about academy schools, like, I mean, you hear of Oak Hill Academy, like for basketball, mm-hmm. or even, like, Montverde Academy for basketball as well. They really, you have to be, like, they're really on you about your grades and also, like, your strict workout regimen. Like, you're probably mm-hmm. working out, you're probably working out, like, two or three times a day, right? Yeah, yeah. We had a pretty strict schedule with everything. Yeah, because they're trying to build your body up for the physicality of the game, get you ready for college as well, and also build up your skills, but also making sure you're doing well in the classroom. Because I know if you're not doing well in the classroom, you're not going to be able to play, whatever sport yeah. that is. Yep, for sure. So, yeah, I know that was definitely great for you. But what, what do you say, like, it helped you become more disciplined? Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. It was my first experience living on my own, basically. And, uh, yeah, it def- definitely helped me uh, mature a lot faster. That's great to hear, man. I'm glad you had that experience. Mm-hmm. So then you choose to play for the Rochester Monarchs early in 2019, but you suffered a broken ankle. How mm-hmm. tough was that for you to not be fully healthy to help your team win? And what was it like trying to overcome the adversity of trying to come back from a broken ankle? Yeah, that was a, that was a tough year for uh, just mentally, physically, and everything going in thinking it's going to be uh, 
it was a big year in terms of recruiting and everything. And, uh, yeah, I suffered an injury pretty early in the season. And, yeah, just not being able to be out there with the guys. So it was weighing on me a lot. It was not uh, – it was a tough time, yeah. But uh ended up, like, learning a lot from it. And uh, and every uh, everything happens for a reason, right? So, yeah. Help me into the position I'm in today. How do you like? What did you do during that time to like for your recovery? Were you like icing your ankle? Did you go to therapy? Like, what were you doing to keep yourself busy? Uh, yeah. So, like, I was able to still like work out upper body and stuff. So that was the only thing that really kept me sane. But then, uh, yeah, after a couple weeks, I was able to start walking in the boot again, and uh, yeah, just through uh, PT and stuff, trying to heal it and get it back right. How long does a broken ankle usually take to heal? Uh, depends. Uh, I think it varies depending on surgery and whatnot. I was about like, I think I did it in October and I was back on the ice in like the end of January. Okay. So like, uh, three months you say it takes to heal. Yeah. Three, three, four months, I guess. Depends on the injury, I guess. Person. person. So you finally get healthy and work your way back, but with a different club now Mm -hmm. and the New England Wolves. Mm-hmm. Where you guys were solid that year. You guys went 30 and 12. You scored 22 goals, had 19 assists that season for a career high total of 41 points, which resulted in the 2022 EHL North First All Star team selection. How special did that season feel for you personally after all the adversity of overcoming an ankle injury the year prior and not being healthy for your previous club, as well as growing up with no high school hockey team? Yeah, that, yeah, that year was uh, a lot of fun. It was a COVID year, so it was. Uh... A lot of chaos, a lot of uh, just rolling with the punches, but uh, probably, yeah, definitely the one of the more, more fun years I've ever had, just uh, being with the guys. We played up in New Hampshire, so we were kind of in, like, in the mountains, on the lakes and stuff. So uh, it was a lot of freedom up there. It was uh, it... a really fun experience. And uh, how did it feel uh, to be selected as a North First All Star Team selection? You probably feel great inside because I know I know you, Donnie. I know we know you since fifth grade, man. <laughs> I was obsessed with basketball, and you were obsessed with hockey. <laughs> you always talked about hockey, and when I saw this, I was like, man, I'm ha- I was happy for you. I was like, man, my guy made a first All Star Team selection. How, how did that feel for you, knowing all the hard work you put in over the years? Yeah, that was that was a cool experience. Definitely uh, fun, rewarding, but uh, yeah, definitely uh, definitely a cool one for sure. So you guys uh ended up losing two to one to the New Hampshire Avalanche in a gut wrenching defeat. Mm-hmm. How tough was that loss for you personally and for your team? Yeah, it was that was a tough one, especially like I was injured at the time, so I couldn't even help contribute. So uh, that was a uh, weighing on me as well. But um, was, yeah, it's always tough. Playoffs, when the, right? Yeah, it always it's always tough when the season ends and like that, just a heartbreaker. Yeah, uh, but especially when you can't do anything to help help the guys. So frustrating for sure. Yeah, especially when you're out hurt mm-hmm. or even if you're hurt and playing, but you're kind of limited because you're not fully yeah. healthy. Yeah, yeah. So you ended up transferring to Arcadia University where you're mm-hmm. still at currently. Mm-hmm. What stood out to you about them from other schools and what other schools were you considering? Uh, yeah, so I was <laughs> considering a few schools, um, but uh, just Arcadia with the, the distance from home, it was far enough but not too far and then uh the balance between academics and athletics was huge for me where i could see myself setting myself up for the future so just with the culmination of everything it uh, so you, seemed like it seemed like a good fit for me 
How far is Acadia from Highland Falls, by the way? Uh, it's about two and a half hours. We're just in uh, the north side, of, or just north of Philadelphia. So Okay. You know, I've never been to Philadelphia. I, I, I hear mixed reviews about it. Some people say it's cool. Some people say it's kind of dangerous. You've yeah, been there, a, so how do you describe yeah. it? Yeah, it's. I mean, every city's got their good and bad parts, so it's just yeah, knowing true. how to handle yourself and where you're going and whatnot. So, yeah, you definitely don't want to walk down some streets, but it's the same thing anywhere. Yeah, just be self-aware and stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, at Acadia, you guys kind of struggled in 2021-22. Yeah. You had a 520 mm-hmm. record overall, 315 in conference. How mm-hmm. frustrating was that season for you and your team not winning at the rate you guys envisioned? Yeah, it was definitely tough. Uh, we were That was our first year at NCAA competition, so it was basically okay. everyone on the team was a freshman. So just coming in with, like, no, no real uh, college experience definitely uh, wasn't the best for us. But uh, it was a good learning experience dealing with adversity, how to ha- how you handle it. And uh, definitely builds character and sets you up for uh, future success, though. So, so that was basically like your learning. So that was basically like your first recruiting, like the first, you guys were like the first recruiting class they had. Y- yes, yes, exactly. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. They, mm-hmm. they, yeah, they just started. So possibly you're, you're in your third year, basically. Yeah, there. we're only in year three. So yeah, and we've been getting better every year. We have a good roster, yeah. and we just uh, keep moving up, I guess, learning and, and adapting. Oh yeah, so you guys continue in second year. You guys are still trying to build up as a you know unit as a team. So you guys had a six seventeen three record. You lost to number one ranked Utica in the UCHC tournament five to two. Mm-hmm. With wins being hard to come by, was it hard for you to enjoy the game? Uh, yeah, I mean, it always with uh, the long season, it gets tough to uh, manage emotions and everything. But, um, yeah, it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows, but you uh, teaches you how to deal with adversity, and that's the biggest thing in life, right? Uh, yeah. get, how do you handle getting punched in the mouth? So can you do that and keep uh, advancing forward and, learning from it and being better because of it. Yeah, that's one thing I love about uh, sports in general. Like, it's, it really is a metaphor of life. Like, you put out what you get in. Like, if you put in the work, mm-hmm. you're going to see results. If you're consistent, yeah. persistent, and putting it, remember, it's quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. I remember back in the day, we probably, me and you for our respective sports, we were probably work, working on our games like five hours a day and stuff. But we were younger. Mm-hmm. We didn't know, like, different drills yet. Like, quality drills that were going to be important for us. And as we got older, we started realizing, oh, it's about the quality of your workouts. What workouts are you doing to sharpen your skills? Not about how long you work out. Exactly. And then also I love about sports, like it teaches you teamwork, like how to communicate with others, different backgrounds, Mm -hmm. different personalities, how to deal with people, things of that nature. And also Mm -hmm. how to, you know, even if you're not best friends with somebody, how to have a cordial relationship, whether in sports, so you can just do what's best for the team. Mm Because even in your work life, you're not going to like, not everybody's going to be your friend. It's going, to be, mm-hmm. it's going to be your coworkers, but you got to be able to respect each other and be able to get the job done. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it teaches then, you a lot about life. Yeah, and then also, like like you said, again, punch in the mouth. Like, life's going to knock you down hard sometimes, like hard. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you're struggling to afford food or you get your heart broken or there's things that are, or you got you got hurt at work, like, and you're out for a few months and you're unemployed or things of that nature. But what are you going to do to get back up and come back stronger? And that's one thing sports teach you as well how to overcome adversity. Like say you're down mm-hmm. 25 points in a basketball game or in hockey, you're down by two points and you only got five minutes left in the game. Things of that nature. What are you going to do to come back? Are you going to let it get to you? Or are you going to try your best 
to overcome the odds. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why. Yeah, that's why. That's why I always love sports, like because it's just beautiful to see how teams come together, players come together in big moments, and then when you see the impossible, you think, oh, they couldn't do it, and then they ended up achieving it when millions around the world doubted them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you're now in your third year at Arcadia University, where you guys currently sit three, seven, and two. You guys are doing pretty solid this season. What do you think you guys need to do, though, collectively as a unit in order to make this season a successful one? And what are your goals for the team and individually? Yeah, obviously, uh, playoffs is always the goal, right? You uh, work all year. You don't want it to uh, end in the regular season. So uh, that's been a goal for us from the jump. And, um, yeah, not a – not the uh, start to the year we envisioned, but uh, battling a lot of uh, injuries and adversity at the moment. So just uh, learn from what we're going through right now um, to uh, try to propel us in the second half. I mean, yeah, just just learning and um, becoming, a, becoming a unit, I guess. That's the uh, biggest thing, biggest focus right now. So your biggest focus is trying to make the playoffs right now, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And what would you say, what's your individual goals? Like, what are you trying to make the first team? What's your goals for individually? Just te- uh, my my personal goal is the team goal right now. Just okay. trying to do my part in order to uh, propel us into a better uh, better spot for playoffs. Love that answer, man. Team play right there. We love that. We love that. So you were named to the all-UCHC academic team in back-to-back years in 2021-22 and 2022-23. How did it make you feel to achieve that honor not once, but – in consecutive years? Uh, yeah, it's always a cool one, I guess, uh, knowing uh, some of your hard work's paying off, but on and off the ice. So, uh, yeah, it's always a little bit of a pat on the back, I guess. And it shows that you're a great student, that you do your work mm-hmm. in the classroom, you're a student, and you're one of the, mm-hmm. the brightest kids on the team. So, And that's when a student comes first before the athlete part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that, that stuff lives a lot longer. You ready for some quick hitters, my guy? Yes, so. We'll see. What would you say was the pivot moment of your life, good or bad, that forever changed your life and put you on this course that you've been on and are going in your life? Probably, uh, I think it was uh, around 15 or 16, I got a cut from uh, one team I was trying out for. And, uh, yeah, that, one, that was the first time uh, facing some adversity like that. So it taught me uh, how to... Uh, bear down and do what's needed. It's not always going to be an easy road, but just to uh, do what you need to do and add a little bit of motivation for the future. You don't want to feel that feeling. And do you, do you recall that team's name that cut you? Huh? No, I forget. Oh, you forgot? Okay. Yeah. So uh, next question is what motivates you? What keeps you going? Like what, what keeps that fire burning inside your belly to be successful in life? What motivates you? Um, just, uh, trying to create a better tomorrow, I guess. I don't know. Uh, everyone, you, you always want to be successful, but I, uh, the process is a big thing that keeps me going. Like, uh, we're all going to hit the finish line eventually. So, uh, enjoying, uh, the steps along the way that, uh, gets you to where you're going. Yeah. Definitely agree with you, man. What hobbies do you enjoy outside of hockey? Uh, big sports guy. So, uh, just watching, playing sports all the time, uh, golfing a lot, uh, just hanging out with the guys, uh, gotten to fishing a little bit. So, uh, do, do a little bit of that in the summers and whatnot. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. 
Really? Oh, so Donnie, where you be golfing at, bro? I uh, just uh, around school, a couple places uh, back home, uh, West Point, and courses around there. So, oh man, yeah, I've mean, I never gone golfing before. I always wanted to try it. I, I, yeah. I know it's hard though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough, but it's uh, it's fun. It's it's a good time like, out with the guys too. And you usually go during the summer, day. right? When it's nice. Out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Typically, when the weather's better, I'm I'm more of a fair weather golfer. I'm not really going out during the during the winters, bearing the cold and stuff. Yeah, it's too cold for that. And then uh, fishing. What what kind of fishes have you caught, man? Uh, just normal, uh, some bass, small ones, pickerel, like stuff around. The, I just started going with my buddy last year, the last okay. couple of years. So I'm more of a just hang out while fishing guy. I don't really care about the fishing as much. Have you ever uh, caught one and cooked one for dinner for the family? Not in. Uh, I, I think uh, people would be getting sick if I tried doing that. <laughs> Early? Oh, you don't know how to cook, bro? Yeah. No? Uh, not what I not what I catch. Not what you I'll, catch. Uh, leave, leave, leave that to the professionals. Yeah, because they know how to clean it properly and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, sure. uh, next question is, uh, name your top five music artists of all time and your favorite genres. Top five of all time. Yeah. You don't have to do it in order, uh, too. Just name, just name yeah, five. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. So, uh, I don't know. I, I like a wide array of uh, music. So, like, at the moment, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Mount Joy. It's more like a folk folk band, I guess. Always, like, when I, when I was younger, I would always be listening to uh, Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, probably my favorite rapper. Got into, like, uh, Migos and stuff. R.I.P. Yep. Uh, Takeoff. Yep. But, um... Yeah, I listen to a little country too, like Morgan Wall and Luke Combs and whatnot. I feel like they're the two most popular that I hear. Yeah, yeah, they're the two two biggest names, yeah. but I like a little bit of everything, so it like, keep, keeps it interesting. Typically, just hit uh, hit uh, Apple Music and just hit shuffle, so it just plays random songs. So oh, nice. So you like like country, hip hop, and like rock music? Yeah, yeah, I like a little bit of everything. That's nice, man. Yeah, every time. I've had some other guests in the past, like her name is Jenny Walton. She said she loved Morgan Wallet and Luke Combs. She mm-hmm. plays uh college basketball at New Paltz, my former college. Mm-hmm. She's a senior now. Yeah, I always I always hear when I hear country, I always oh, those those two names come up. Yeah, those two are the two of the biggest ones. There's some other guys too, but uh yeah, off the top of the head, those two are listening to them a fair amount. Favorite pregame meal. I go with uh just like uh chicken parm, probably. Some, some, uh, some pasta, some chicken cutlets. Get that carbs, get some carbs, and some energy yep, for the yeah. game, right? Yep, exactly. Getting all everything you need. Yeah, you're gonna need that, especially when you're trying to bang into people and people bang into you. You're gonna need all the energy you can use to exert mm-hmm. out against your opponent. Exactly. Chicken farm's good, bro. I know how to make it. You you ever cooked it before? Uh yeah, a couple times. Yeah, it came out came yeah, out I, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I uh, I can figure my way around the kitchen, I guess. <laughs> oh man, Dottie, Dottie, you're funny, bro. <laughs> oh man, so what's your uh, game day routine like? Uh, yeah, so to wake up, have some uh, eggs and cereal. Um, just uh, try to get the blood flowing in the morning. Like, go for a walk or a bike or whatnot. Uh, keep the mind active a little bit, and uh, probably say it's a seven o'clock game. Probably take a nap around one or two okay wake up from that after about 30 45 minutes 
get ready, uh, get the suit on, and uh, head out the door to the rink. Okay. And you do, like, you guys watch, like, film before the game, or? Uh, yeah, we do a little bit of film, and then uh, off of this warm-up, whatnot, getting, uh, uh, getting ready mentally and whatnot. Name your all-time hockey team. Uh, like, favorite professional team, or? Oh, like, like uh, all-time great players. Like, you were to put, like, okay. all-time greatest okay. goalie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, goalie, I'm going to have to go with uh, Rangers, uh, Henrik Lundqvist. Mm. Just guy, like, always shut the door when needed to back in the, uh, when he was playing growing up. Uh, and probably uh, Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Probably my favorite player of all time. Ah. Uh, Tough one. Um, trying to think back to like the early two thousands and whatnot. Um, it's tough. Yeah, nice. yeah. Uh, probably uh, Patrice Bergeron. He was another uh, player I always looked up to growing up. So him and uh, him and Crosby were two of my favorites. Always, uh, always kind of like the American uh, uh, Ryan Kessler. Ooh, I don't okay. know why he. he uh, <laughs> I mean. He, he, not many people like it the way he played, but uh, getting under guy's skin. Yeah, is the goalie and then how many players on yeah, the yeah, ice yeah, again? Is yeah, like what, six of them and then, seven. Yeah, that five, five and a goalie. So five yeah, those okay. three forwards. And then uh, defenseman uh, Victor Hedman's always a guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, Victor Hedman. Put, played, yep. Yeah, put, plays every situation. Longevity of his career is pretty remarkable. And then uh, I don't know, go old school uh, Nick Lidstrom. He was always. Uh, mm shutdown guy so yeah so, i've actually been uh studying out. stanley cup mvps and past yeah. champions i saw he won in yeah. like 2002 i was like Ooh. yeah it's like yeah. wow that, yeah, that, i've been that, trying to get stronger good. on my hockey knowledge yep yeah name your uh, top five nhl players of all time all time all right you probably gotta go uh gretzky yeah Honestly. it's like it's like he's undisputed like yeah i guess it's not even close yeah 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 it's not much of a question. When I saw nine and, uh, MVPs, bro, I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it was he, the numbers he was putting up was absurd. ridiculous. Um, yeah, so Gretzky uh, probably got to go like Bobby Orr. Yeah, uh, Mario Lemieux. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put uh, I put uh, Crosby on that list. Or still playing and stuff, so it's tough to. Uh, yeah. Good. But um, and then probably just uh the guy that uh was the one that everyone looked up to growing up, way before our time, Gordy Howe. Just seeing some of uh yep. the highlights of those guys. I know they were all well retired before I was even born, but just yeah. looking back how they played the game and stuff, especially with the technology back then, it's yeah pretty, pretty cool to watch. Yeah, a lot of people considered Gordy Howe like the greatest before Gretzky came. Yeah. Yeah, he was the guy that, uh, yeah, like Gretzky and all them looked up to, I guess. Yeah, and then, uh, like Gretzky, when he came in, everybody called him the great one. I'm like, wow, that's mm-hmm. a lot of, to live up to. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Who you have winning the Stanley Cup this year? Tough one. Uh, I got to go with the Rangers this year. I think they, uh, finally they look really good hump. this year. Yeah, they're, they're starting out hot. I'm sure they're going to hit a couple of wolves throughout the season, but it's a long, it's a long year, but hopefully they can, uh, play this way and finally you get a stanley cup for the first time in almost 30 yeah. years yeah first time in 30 years they haven't won since 1994 when brian leach was the stanley cup mvp mm-hmm. yeah so if you were at a dinner table with three other people dead or alive who would it be it could be anybody ever 
It is. It could be sports, someone from music, your family, anybody. But you want to have a conversation mm-hmm. with, talk to, have laughs with, things of that mm-hmm. nature, learn from. What's your top three? What's your top three? Oh, I got putting me on the spot now. <laughs> Man, I would have to say um, I like to have uh, Will Smith there. I like to have. Oh, this is tough. I like to talk to Kobe Bryant, and then my third mm-hmm. one. I like to I'm trying to think of a music artist. I like to talk to Kanye West. I want to mm-hmm. get to pick their brains apart. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah, it, it, I want to know what's what going on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm only limited to three. I can probably name ten, mm-hmm. but there's so many yeah. that great yeah, people so walk this earth. Yeah, it's yeah. tough to narrow it down. Uh, yeah, probably my three. Uh, for me, probably be like uh, I don't know. You got to get a finance guy, the guy that knows how to handle money. So maybe like a uh, Bill Gates or something. Yeah, like a uh, Warren Buffett, something, mm-hmm. someone to uh, help me set up financially, whatnot. And then uh, probably go with like some uh, like a Will Ferrell or someone like that. Someone that comedian. Keeps it, yeah, keeps it interesting, but uh, can give you some good advice, whatnot. And then. Uh, Tough. So, so, so many people. Uh, um, let's see, someone. Uh, yeah, honestly, like, uh, I don't know. Like, right now, I don't know. I think uh, maybe throw Antonio Brown in there. Oh, I keep it interesting for sure. <laughs> yeah. That dynamic yeah. between those three people. Yeah, I, don't know. I, did, I, 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 I need to record. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't expect that, that one, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't either, but I, I don't know why. Just Yo, stuff Antonio that's been Brown. going on lately. That, that would be that would be interesting. Man, Antonio Brown, that's a – man, I thought my – I mean, some people think Kanye went crazy, but Antonio oh, Brown, yeah, for sure. speaking of crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that would be a funny dynamic between those two, though. <laughs> Yo, Donnie, imagine Donnie and Tino, Donnie, you know, Antonio Brown speaking to you, and Donnie's like eyebrows are just bulging, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, bro, I, I feel yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that, that that'd be one to remember. <laughs> oh my god! So the uh, ne- next question is, uh, what are your goals in life? In life, uh, just be as successful as possible and uh, help people in the meantime, and like to uh, help people in a way that I was helped from others trying to uh reach my people helping me reach my goals i want to have that effect and help people reach their goals as well so just being uh being uh someone people like 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 being around like uh can look to for a helping hand and whatnot and yeah just trying to yeah i guess that uh what's your uh, so you like like giving back and stuff which is was mm-hmm. always great to hear people say What's uh What's your major right now in college? Uh, right now it's uh business with a concentration in management. Oh, so you're trying to like uh own a what are you trying to do with that? I uh, just I figure I, I don't really know what I want to do yet, so it's just uh it, I I saw it was doing some research. It's uh, pretty broad, so can go into many different fields and uh, just build connections through it. So that's that's my goal right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can do a lot with it. Don't limit yourself, man. And yeah. uh, make sure you get on LinkedIn, too. Get them connections. Yep, exactly. If someone were to describe Donnie Feldman, what would they say? I hope good things. Hope uh, hardworking, cares, someone you can uh, you can trust, you can uh, turn to if need be, always there to lend a helping hand or whatnot. Nice. I like that, man. And uh, who, who's one guest you'd like to see on the show? But you have to help me get your answer on the show. 
You named a few names to, earlier. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, Will Farrell. Yeah, Will Farrell's one I'd like to see. I'll uh, I'll put in the works to get him on for you. I think <laughs> well, I know a guy. Oh, oh, what about what are you about your cousins who work for the NCAA? And then uh, uh yeah, them too. But I think Will Farrell would be pretty funny too. Oh, you 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 can yeah, help, nah. you can get Will Farrell on the show. Yeah, 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 we'll work to get that. I think I know a guy. So okay. And last question. I always like to end with this and close out with this. Uh, when people think of the name Donnie Feldman, what do you want your legacy to be? It's always a tough one, right? Yeah. Well, everybody said, yo, that's a great closing out question every time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It makes you think. It makes you think a lot. But um, what do I want my legacy to be? Say uh, someone uh, that uh, always tried to do the right thing and uh, help people whenever he could. Mm. Yep, that's a good that's a good one right there, and one of the hardest workers you'll you'll ever know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Hey, Donnie, this this has been an honor. I haven't heard your voice in years, man. Yes. <laughs> when I heard you, I was like, yeah, "Oh, man. Donnie!" Yeah, <laughs> I thought somebody took your phone first. I went, "Wait, Donnie, I've heard your voice in like eleven <laughs> years, bro." Like, well, yeah, we we've texted sure. and stuff over the years, but I never mm-hmm. heard your voice. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, man. So I was like, oh, man, yeah, you remember puberty changes people's voice. So <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, man. So what, what you, what, before we close out, what do you have going on the rest of the day? Any, you guys have any, no games today, Sunday, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, no games today. Probably uh, just do some homework. I think uh, going to church in a couple hours. So okay. yeah, pretty low key Sunday. Okay. Oh, Sunday's like the relaxing day, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the day off, basically. And Saturdays when you guys usually have like games or practice, right? Yeah, yeah. We typically play Friday, Saturday. So Okay. Yeah. You know, man. So Saturday, Sunday, and then get back into the week. Hey man. I appreciate you coming on the show. Take your yeah. time on your busy schedule. Of course. Thanks for having me. I hope you guys continue to win some games, yep. make a push Thank for the playoffs, you. and have yep. a great successful season. Thank I appreciate you, you coming th- on the show, brother. Of course. Thanks for having me. Uh continue to uh enjoy seeing the success you're having. So Keep that, keep that up for sure. I'll be following along. And when, uh, the word. And when you're around, bro, we gotta we gotta hang out sometime. We gotta hang definitely, out, catch definitely. up. Definitely have a, do. Have a great one, man. Thank you for coming on. You too, boss. Yep. Take it easy. Peace. Well, that's gonna do it for the show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys really enjoyed this interview with my guy Donnie Feldman, our Acadia men's hockey team. He was my first ever hockey interviewee. So I had the chance to interview, and I had a great time talking to him. We haven't talked on on the phone in a long time or in person and it's been even though we've been in contact through the years texting checking up on each other see how each other's doing it was great to hear him see how he's doing and hear about his journey which i always love doing these interviews with these athletes over the years but yeah ladies and gentlemen it's been a great episode i really hope you guys enjoyed it as much as i did had some great laughs in there as well and make sure you guys keep subscribed to the website djsports.com and subscribe to the podcast leave a rating and shout out to anybody you know who likes sports It's your host, DJ Hamilton, the DJ Sports Show, and I'll see y'all next time. Peace.